You're listening to Rabbi Arya Wolby, Director of Torch, the Torah Outreach Resource Center of Houston. This is the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. All right, good afternoon, everybody. This is a special bonus edition to our Musser Master Class. We're going to talk very briefly about a couple of things that I wanted to add to what we discussed on Monday. And I'm, of course, inviting everyone out there to join us Monday evenings at 7.30 Central Time. You can join us here at the Torch Center live or online at torchzoom.com. Okay, so we talked this week about appreciation, gratitude, recognizing all the good, all of the incredible blessings that we are all blessed with every single day. Whether we notice them or not, that's up to us. That's up to us. And and in order to really live a life that is enriched and fulfilled, we need to take the time to invest in recognizing all of the incredible blessings that we have. Something I missed mentioning at the class on Monday was that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob all used the same exact word to define their blessings. You know, when Jacob... He was he, when he met up with his brother Asaph, and you know how you doing? How's everything? So Asaph says, "Vichiyeshli Rav, I have a lot." What does a lot mean? I don't have everything, but I have a lot. It means I want more. What happened to what? What did Jacob say? Jacob said, "Vichiyeshli Kol, I have it all." Abraham used the same terminology that he had coal. and in fact, Isaac did the same. He also used the same mikol. Abraham used bakol. Hashem blessed Abraham with everything and Isaac had the same term where he said Nikol and Jacob said the word Kol and in our grace after meals in our Bikat Amazon in our benching we say Bakol, Mikol, Kol referring to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob who all used that term recognizing that they had it all and that everything that they could possibly have desired, they had. What God wants us to have is what we have. So the question that was presented to me by an incredible listener of ours, Yaniv, and I want to dedicate this to his, to his incredible question, as I promised him I would. He mentioned that during COVID, there came something, uh, the, there was a, a, a new uh, shtick people were living by. That's, he called it toxic positivity. I don't want to know any bad. I don't want to see any bad, right? And people not being able to recognize that there are some things that are not good. And how do you deal with that? Yeah, even though me, myself, I'm going to see only positive, but some people, you know, do have negative, do have negative aspects, do have things that are not so good. What do we do about those situations? So I want you to address it like this. The Hasidic masters tell us that if you really look carefully, and the Talmud says this as well, there is no bad. There is no bad. It's just perceived bad or unactualized, unactualized goodness. It just hasn't come to fruition yet. What does that mean? That means, I'll give you, I'll tell it to you even in a different way. You know, it says that Moshe, when Moshe was talking to God, so to speak. Now, God is not a person, so it's not, it's, it's a very different type of communication. But Moshe says, God, I want to see your glory. I want to see your full depth of, of, your, of, your, of your greatness. And God says to Moses, 
You can't see my face. You can only see the back of my head. God doesn't have a head, a front or a back, or right? there is no, there is no physical form to God. That so, so one second. So Moses can only see the back of God's head that doesn't exist. He can't see the front of God's face that doesn't either exist. So what does that mean? Sadists tell us an unbelievable idea. The face means the future. The back means the past. Moses was saying, I'm trying to understand the future. I'm trying to understand how this and this incident is actually good. God says that you'll never be able to see. You'll never be able to see my face. You'll never be able to understand how it's going to play out in the future. But you could see my back. What does the back mean? The past. Look through your life. Look through your history. Look through every incident that happened. Oh, I got fired from the job. Worst day of my life. Oh, it turned out to be the best day of your life. Because now all the new opportunities came your way. New doors opened. New vistas. New opportunities that you never knew existed. You would never have explored them had you not gotten fired. So you're going to hold a grudge against your old boss for firing you? Right? No. You should kiss his toes and thank him because... These new opportunities would never have come your way had you not had that. He was just a messenger. And our Hasidic masters tell us that even perceived evil, perceived bad, that happens to us is really good. We just haven't seen how it plays out yet. The, the creator of heaven and earth, but who puts together all the little pieces in our lives, every single little incident that happens to us is not random. And the, the Talmud tells us that there was a great man, his name was Nachum Ishgamzu. But everything he said, everything that happened to him, everything that transpired in his, in his life, he said, Gamzu Lotova. This is also for the good. He didn't say, it's not, it, it's not good, you know, I don't understand how it's good. No, 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 this is also good. How? I have no idea how. But I know that God, God only does good. We have to understand that if we go back to the creation of the world, why did God create mankind? Why did God need us here? Why do we need all these complicated things that happen in our lives? Like, what's the deal? Like, why do we need it? Talmud tells us, God created the world to do good for his creations. How do we get that good? We earn it through the challenges that we overcome. So even the challenges that we have are really part of the, part of the, 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 the greatness at the way we excel is through those hardships, through those challenges. We push ourselves more. We treat, look, look at, look at the, you know, anybody here remember, you're too young, but you may remember a basketball player, uh, from the Boston Celtics. But Larry Bird, something you may not know. Do you know that his father was in a, a was a violent alcoholic? And he, he grew up in Chicago and it was freezing cold and he didn't have proper clothes. He didn't have what he needed. He couldn't go home till his father fell asleep from his drunkenness. See, he would stay in the basketball court at school and shoot basketballs till his father fell asleep. And then he'd come back home just to avoid being with his father who was drunk and violent. One second. So it seems like it was a terrible thing, right? And that's an awful way for anyone to grow up. But you know what? He probably would not have been as successful in life had he not had that challenge. And what we're saying is that every situation is given to an individual means your challenges are your challenges, your challenges are your challenges. Everyone has their own challenges. They're unique and t specifically tailored to them so that they can become the greatest version of themselves possible. 
right? And it's custom tailored. God puts it, you know, the Talmud says that God is what's God busy doing all day? It says, Mizavik Zavukim. God is putting together couples, right? Husband and wife. What, why, why that? Of all the things that God is busy with, that's what he's busy with. There's a lot of things to take care of in this world. And that's what God's busy with. Because if you think about it, that's the one time that two worlds connect. So what your world, David, and your world, Susan, right? They're all different worlds. You grew up in, 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 uh, in, where did you grow up? In Miami. And you grew up in Detroit. In, Ann Arbor, right? Right? Two separate worlds have to come together to meet at some point. Isn't that unbelievable? See, it's not just that God is putting together the couples. That's not that God is the shatran putting them together. Oh, this bashert with that bashert. That's not the, that's not, that's not what God is, is busy doing alone. It's putting all those worlds to be able to be in one globe together. It's all of the, what we think is happenstance. There's no happenstance in this world. There's no random occurrence. There is divine inspiration for everything that happens in our lives. And the moment we recognize that, we'll see that even the things that are challenging and troubling and painful and perceived bad, if we look at it from a global perspective, even, again, even if it's painful for us, painful things happen to us, there is a good reason for it. And if we look backwards, if we use that idea that the, our Hasidic masters tell us, you look backwards and you see, you know what? All of those challenges I had, they all, all, all ended up, they all ended up positive. This challenge that you face, whatever that challenge may be, is also positive, even though it looks like it's bad, even though it looks like it's troubling. But it's part of this beautiful tapestry of life that is hopefully going to be very, very positive for us in the future. So that's my little bonus podcast and video uh, to supplement our Muslim Masterclass number three, recognizing all of the goodness that God uh, blesses us with. So with that, my friends, we're going to end this podcast and video, and we're going to continue with our regular Thinking Talmudist class as we do every Friday afternoon at 12 o'clock at the Torah Center. Thank you, my dear friends. Have an amazing Shabbos, and we look forward to seeing you on Monday at the Muslim Masterclass. You've been listening to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast, a Torch production. Become a supporter at torchweb.org because your assistance enables more Torah learning around the globe. To find more lessons offered by Torch, please visit torchpodcasts.com.